Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your host today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today, we want to discuss something that has been on our hearts. And this topic is speak up, be bold, fight. Yes, you got to say it with invigoration. (laughs) Speak up, (laughs) be bold, and fight. We sound like cheerleaders. Our scripture for today is from Acts 28, 30 through 31, and it says, For the next two years, Paul lived in Rome at his own expense. He welcomed all who visited him, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, and no one tried to stop him. Right. right. He was Mm -hmm. bold. Yes, he was. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. We are living in a time that we can no longer be silent and meek, right? If we want to win this war, we need to speak up. Be bold. And fight. fight. And fight. Mm-hmm. As God's ecclesia, his remnant, we need to stand up to the enemy. If we continue to cower in fear, which is what we've been doing on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Yes. If we continue to cower in fear of what could happen to us if we do speak up, then the enemy will keep taking more and more territory from us. Right. We've seen that over and over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our bathrooms for the girls, the boys. Mm-hmm. Boys Schools. can go into girls. Girls can go into boys. That's just that's ground the enemy's taken from us. Yes, that's just one thing. That's just one thing. I mean, yeah. there's so complete lack of government control. Yes, right. Yes, right. We could go on and on. Good, yeah. But we have a voice, right? So we need to speak up. Yep. It's not always about shouting no in the natural. You know, we we don't have to say no. It's not going to happen. If you know that you don't, you can't go up to legislature, Congress, whatever, mm-hmm. and you can't physically say no mm-hmm. in the natural, although there are times that that's very much needed, right? Mm-hmm. But we can use our voices to bind and mute the voice of the enemy. That yep. happens through prayer and intercession. Mm-hmm. And we can do that in every single situation. Right. As a matter of fact, we should be doing that right. in every single situation. And mm-hmm. It's about using the Holy Spirit's wisdom on how our voices will be the most effective. Right. right? right. It's working in partnership with them. Yep. Well, we've said that all the time, working in tandem. The angels are there for us to command them to go and do. Right? We need to be mm-hmm. doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. We need to speak up. We can no longer be silent. We are fighting in a war that will affect our future generations, yeah. right? We need to be bold in our actions. And part of this is, again, using our voices to bind and mute the voice of the enemy. But we also must no longer do what we are doing, and that's tolerating the enemy and his agenda. Right. Right. We can't live in harmony with the agenda of the enemy. It's just never going to work. No. Nope. He wants to destroy us, every one of us, right? Mm -hmm. There's no peace and harmony with that kind of thinking. And we will continue to be divided if we do not eradicate the enemy's plans. Right. That's right. Right? Yeah. Well, how is bold defined? Merriam-Webster defines bold as fearless before danger, showing or requiring a fearless, daring spirit. The word bold, boldness, is mentioned 32 times in the Bible. So being bold has its obvious importance. Mm Mm-hmm. In Ephesians, one of the prison epistles of the Apostle Paul instructs us that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. That's in Ephesians 3. Mm -hmm. Being bold is a God-given privilege of prayer and to speak freely. Yes. It's difficult to speak freely today, given such drastic changes in our culture with the censoring taking place Mm -hmm. and the moral relativism, which is meaning there's no absolute truth. And truth is based on what the person believes and the confusion over what is the truth. Well, think about that. You know, it's it's freedom of speech. How long ago did we have that ruling that 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 was a. Well, it's a part of our constitutional right, rights, right? Freedom so of speech. Why did that get taken away? Why do we let the enemy take that away from us? Right. Yeah. It hasn't totally been taken away, but, but we've allowed things to things to be passed or our rights to be taken yeah, away. To have social media mm-hmm. companies, all of them, mm-hmm. tell us that you can't. They're they're going to control and govern our own thoughts and our the things that we say, the things that we right. feel. They all mm-hmm. have to be politically correct, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't offend that's, anybody. That's going against that. 
that con- our constitutional right. We should have the freedom to speak however we want to and say the things that we, you know, we want to say. Right. Well, right. that's that's what America's was based on. Right. You know, to be able to speak and not be condemned for it. Right. But that's because we've been quiet. Right. Those rights have been slowly taken away from us. Right. Yes. You know, and that's because the we, enemy. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear anything. He doesn't want to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to hear Patriot's voice. We want freedom. Right. Because silence is also speaking. Yeah. Yes. When you don't say something, you're still saying something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's having we're not an op- fighting. It's having an opinion. It is. And yeah. but by not saying enough, then you're allowing, you know, the dominant right. voice to take over, basically. Right. right. So that's yes, why we we can't just be silent. No. Anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Old. Right. Yeah, you know, there are people who want to stay divided in our culture, and this makes it very challenging to publicly share your beliefs, right? advocate for truth, and then stay bold. Mm-hmm. Right. It was challenging to take on this podcast for me, because mm-hmm. I, I don't like speaking in front of others. So <laughs> right. yeah. when this idea came up, I thought, are you crazy, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of myself speaking boldly in front of others, but the importance of communicating God's truth was very important to me. Yeah, you're a counselor. You're a, a spiritual yeah. counselor. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. It took a leap of faith, it though. sure did. And we all have the capability of speaking boldly. It's right. only because boldness is misunderstood under emphasis emphasized and underestimated that many of us fear we can't speak boldly and however we have the power of the holy spirit indwelling in us so we can be bold so let's talk about that right there Mm -hmm. we have to underestimate that many of us fear right we have fear fear. yeah we have fear because we have fear that we're going to get canceled you know cancel culture we have fear that we're going to be attacked or harmed Mm -hmm. because sometimes there are threats involved Mm -hmm. you know we have a fear of that but who Nobody likes to be criticized. Right. Nobody likes to be told you're wrong or publicly def- you know, defamed in front of everybody. Right. It, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to have that fight. They don't right. want to go there. Right? But when you start getting your rights taken away, yeah. you no longer fear that. You fear more what's going to happen if you don't speak right. up. You know? Right. And so, but who uh, do we have on our side? And, and, and which is God, right? The Lord. Right. The Lord. <laughs> and we have authority mm-hmm. over right. fear. Mm-hmm. Greater so is he that just, is in me than right. he that is in the world. And so again, it goes back to we're, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Right. We're fighting against the principalities and the spirits and the demons that are that are going on, you know, all around us. Right. And they're causing people to be influenced to make wrong decisions. Right. To to do things selfishly or to do things to oppress other people. That's good. Right. Yeah. Against the welfare of us. Right. Right. We just need to know what our who, who our -hmm. authority is, and that's Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to speak up and say no. And if we do have fear, then we need to rebuke it. Well, and we know that even though you may have natural fears and stuff, you also have the confidence and the faith that the Lord is going to help you he's going to protect you he's going to lift you up and he's going to help you guide you through the process to help you come out victorious in the end god doesn't want his people oppressed god doesn't want any of us oppressed he doesn't want any of the things that are happening to happen we're Mm -hmm. supposed to be living in peace and harmony and unity and that is the opposite of what we're dealing with and he'll equip you and he'll bring people alongside of you to help you get your voice right out in the right way right Right. To make those those good changes. Right. Just got to have faith and we got to trust and mm-hmm. got to use that authority. Mm-hmm. Right? That's mm-hmm. right. I also think the combination of boldness and meekness is important. Mm-hmm. So why have people shied away from being bold and meek and telling their testimony or witnessing for Christ? Personally, I wouldn't want someone coming up in my face and telling me or forcefully explaining to me why I need to accept and believe in Christ Jesus never did this. Right. He met people where they were. He was gentle, loving, kind, and patient. He didn't rush anyone or force himself on people. No, he's a gentleman. Yeah, that would be the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. And he let people be responsible for their own journeys and gave people space to settle in their own souls. Right. Meekness is quiet and gentle, and it means a humble spirit, a loving attitude toward others, and words that are gently spoken. Right. In Psalm one nineteen. 103. It says, the Lord's words are sweeter than honey. So our testimony needs to be spoken with meekness, but this doesn't negate the importance of boldness. Right. There's a time. Right. There's a place for it, right? But again, it's just discerning. 
right. right? Holy Spirit. And boldness has two opposite meanings, like I said before. One is almost rude, loud, obnoxious, or in-your-face forcing of one's ideas on another, which creates angst in the person who's listening. Well, that's that's what we're dealing with right now. These people are in our face, you know, forcing us to to believe. I don't know if it's forcing us to believe to accept their beliefs. Right. What they're trying to right. Believe, right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh-uh. However, in Christianity, to be bold means to take action and assertively put their ideas out there. So, in other words, to be daring, brave, courageous, and valiant. Boldness and meekness are both important. And boldness must be guided by the Holy Spirit and come from a tender, kind, and loving heart. The boldness we want to use in witnessing is that of confidence, but not confidence in ourselves, rather in God. Right, right. You know, we need to fight, right? We got to fight this battle. We can't keep doing what we're doing. And it starts with us speaking up and being bold. We have to understand we cannot stop fighting this battle until we overcome the enemy in every single area, which is all seven mountains of influence. We've talked about them before. Mm -hmm. They are media, government, education, economy, family, religion, and arts entertainment. Mm -hmm. Right. And the importance, I think the importance of knowing our identity and authority in Christ is key, like you said earlier, Kathy. The value of authority rests on the power that is behind the authority, God himself, is the power behind our authority. Right. And the devil and his forces are obliged to recognize our authority. Yeah. They have to flee. Yes. In Ephesians 6.10, Paul told believers to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This means we can step out in front of the devil, hold up our hand, and tell him to not come any closer by using our authority. Right. We can be bold and command him to go to the dry places. <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing because that's what they learned. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. where you tell the uh, enemy our, to go. In our deliverance uh-huh. conference. Yeah, the, the lady that taught that deliverance, and she was like, you know, I command you to come up and out. She's talking about the demonic spirits to, to go to the dry places because Jesus says that. Mm-hmm. And but her other expression, she tells him, "Book him, <laughs> get, <laughs> get out of here, like a cop." <laughs> yeah, book him, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. This yeah. authority comes from what Jesus did for us on the cross. He won victory over the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's challenging today. It can be easier said than done. We ourselves have faced challenges doing this podcast, as I said before, with spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. We deal with that a lot. Yeah. And the enemy seeks to deceive, still, steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Daily News Today shows us many examples of deception, such as fake news or incomplete reporting. Right. And there are so many times when we can be taken captive by false arguments. Mm-hmm. For example, the current controversy with the U.S. Supreme Court decision in Masterpiece Cake Shop. The Colorado Civil Rights Commission was found to be discriminatory in ruling against the owner, Jack Phillips. After six years of struggle, he achieved an amazing victory. He declined to create a wedding cake that was requested for celebrating same-sex marriage, and the bold position he took was definitely swimming against the cultural chaos oh, yes. we face. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure he was threatened, and right. his business was threatened. You know, it's going to yeah. close down. I'm sure it was a nightmare. Right. But he was bold. He, he was. spoke up, and he fought, and God honored that. But again, you know, it's not that he was against homosexuality so much. It's that God is against what is not right in the Bible. You know, like what he has spoken in the Bible, what is truth, his ways, Yahweh's ways, right? Right. And so we, our opinions or the things that we stand up for as Christians are based on what God says is truth and what is good and what is right. It's not about our opinion. It's about what exactly. God's opinion is, right? Right. And so we have to be bold and stand up for God's truth, not our own opinions. Because if exactly. we don't, then we're letting the enemy come in and just, again, take more territory from us. Right. So it's not, not that he was standing up out of hatred. He was standing right. up for what was right. Right. Which and again, it goes back to when we were talking about truth. You know, people say, well, this is my opinion. Blah. Well, your opinion is one thing, but God's truth never changes. Right. It stands right. the test of time. It is a constant. I, I had to explain this to my son one time because he's like, well, that's your truth. I'm like, no, 
That's God's truth, and it doesn't change. Right. And that's how I base my whole life on is God's truth, right. not my opinions, because my opinions can change, right? Right. You know, and so we want something that's constant, just like relativity or gravity. Those are things that are constants, if you think about it in a scientific right. way. It doesn't change. Right. And right. we need things that don't change so we can base our lives around it, right? Right. We, if something is true, you can just like our constitution, you can write a whole constitution to run the whole country on something that stays constant and is the same and that is real. Should it change? Right. But when you try and just do things based on your opinions or how you feel, then that's going to cause problems. Yeah. Right. So this guy, you know, what was his name? Jack, Jack Phillips. He was doing this based on God's truth and not on his own just opinion. Right. Right. He and wasn't judging. Exactly. And that's where people see, this is where that causes the conflict. Because they go, oh, you hate me because you're not, you know, providing a cake for me. He says, no, I'm doing this based on God's truth. And this is how I run my business. My so life. you can choose. Now, in your own personal life, you do one thing. But if you have a business and you're representing God in your business, then you need to run that business based on God's truths. Right. 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 In schools, we used to have the Ten Commandments up in the schools. Yeah. And understand, the Ten Commandments are God's laws that were given to the Hebrews. It was part of the Mosaic Covenant, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also moral ways of living. Right. It helps a society run in the right way. Right. Right. <clears throat> and so when we base our lives, when we live our lives, or we conduct our behaviors according to that list on the wall, those things that God gave us, things go well. Right. We are blessed. But when you go off of that and you do what you feel is right or whatever, then things start going south. Yeah, when you have your own personal truth right. that isn't based on the foundational right. well, and if, of and if God. People, if people are confused about what your opinion is or should be, you know, because there's a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. What is right? What is wrong? You just have to, every time that you feel that confusion, you need to just line that up with Scripture. Line it up with God. Go back truth, to the Word. Because He will guide you on, on what is right and what is wrong. Right. He will, and it shouldn't be somebody in your face saying, hey, my ways are right, my opinions are right. No. If it lines up with Scripture, God, the Holy Spirit will do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just a matter of you saying, okay, I don't, I don't know. I have an opinion about this, and I'm, I'm confused because I hear both sides. I'm not sure how to, what I'm supposed to do. You compare that, whatever your confusion is, because mm -hmm. I can tell you, confusion is from the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. If there's confusion there, then you line that up with God's truth of His Word, and He will show you. He'll let Him do it. And right? here, you know, Jack Phillips, the guy who owned the cake shop. He was lining it up with constitutional rights. Well, the Constitution is also based on Scripture. Biblical, yeah. It's all, you know, right. many of those, they said, if you if you deviate from God's Word, we're going to go south as a country. Right. And so, you know, that's something that he could back it up with, was right. the Constitution gives him the right, right to run his business in that way. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. That's good. Um, <laughs> Stepping out on a limb is the only way to clearly communicate your love for the Lord. Right. So by using words, who, when given the appropriate moment to speak of your faith, it's good to be bold and speak up what God has done in your life. The Lord will bless you, your words, and love the person you are speaking to through you. Right. Right. That's good. All right. I want to talk about Mark Driscoll. He is a passionate pastor. Mm-hmm. And he started a new series at the beginning of March of 2023, and it's called New Days, Old Demons. And this sermon's going to be powerful. It's going to last for three to four months, according to what Mark's been saying. He's, I think that's what he said anyway. I listened to this his first episode or his first sermon on this, and mm -hmm. it was pretty powerful. Yep. He starts out by saying that we are living in the days of Elijah. And he says, Elijah is the lens for the days in which we live. And you can read about Elijah in First Kings. Yeah, you know, when you said the lens for the days in which we live, you know, yeah. Lauren, our Bible study leader, when we first started this semester of Bible study, she gave us little sunglasses for us to wear. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a symbol of, she said, you know, at the beginning of our study, because our study is called Awaken to His Story. 
for like history, history but yeah. his story, right? And so, you know, the sunglasses were like new lenses for us right. to put on because we need to see things from a different perspective. We need yes. to see things in a, in a different way. And the Holy Spirit led her to help us open our eyes, really, this right. year to see things differently and to speak and to see what's really truly going on in our world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been an awakening to the greater battle that's been taking place, you know, like I said, not wrestling against flesh and blood people, but against principalities and wicked spirits in high places. That's what our true struggle and our true fight is with. And I want to, I want to speak on that really quick. I want to say that, you know, that's another thing that was talked about in the conference that Susan and I went to. It's, it's, you know, you're dealing with principalities and you're dealing with wicked spirits, but Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with somebody that, that, um, doesn't know. I don't even want to say it that like it's. You know that that it's wrong, right? Whatever their opinion is, she told us to look at the spirit operating within them and not the person to separate right. the, the sin person, from the person. Right, the person, and this could be somebody your family. It doesn't have to be somebody that you watch on TV, you know, or mm-hmm. somebody that you're just hearing about. Somebody in your family, somebody that you know. If you know that this is not how they're supposed to be acting. Mm-hmm separate them from the spirit, you know, and, and that's is when you can take authority. You can speak to that spirit and 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 bind and mute it, you know, and just pray for that person that they have the realization so they can get that up and out of them, you know, whatever it is that's operating in them. Right. Right. So right. Well and the whole reason is is that when you see other people that, you know, you're in conflict with or for whatever reason, you look at them and you see that spirit working in them. Right. What does that do for you? It doesn't make you hate that person. It gives you compassion it for that person, right? Right. right? And Jesus, when it, wherever he went, he had compassion right. on the crowds. Yeah, he could have been like, listen, people, I've been preaching all day. I'm tired. Right. But he mm-hmm. had compassion on them because he could see that they were enslaved to these spirits. Right. They were trapped by the things, these demonic spirits that were working in them, and they needed help. Right. You know, they needed rescuing from the things that were tying them down and and enslaving them in life. And he wanted to help them. Right. You know, that's that gift that came out in him. A a spiritual gift of his own was compassion. Yes. And love for the people. That's, of course, that's the fruit of the Spirit, right? Right. (laughs) Right. And many times we saw him healing people, but the roots are those spirits that are causing that that physical illness or, Mm -hmm. you know. Right, sickness. Yeah, that's a whole other disease. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. We're gonna do an episode on that. Right, right. So well, and important. you know, in the Bible study, when Lorna gave us those glasses and just having a different lens, yeah, it really awakened us in our hearts and our minds and our eyes, you know, spiritually, just to see what's going on in our world and how our blindness in the church has caused God's people to take a back seat to all the evil that's trying to take over the world and destroy the freedoms that we all enjoy especially here in the United States, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Ephesians 6, 11 through 12 says, Stand firm against all strategies of the devil, for we are not fighting against the flesh and blood enemies like we were talking about, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. That's what we're up against, people. Right. This yeah. is what's taking place in our government, in our schools, our families, in global organizations that's ruling the world. All seven mountains. Mm-hmm. These Every are the things that we're up against. That's why it's a spiritual war. Yeah. It's it's not like we're to go, and yeah, we can go protest against things and, and do it the right way, but I'm just it all begins with the spiritual first. Yeah. You know, before we, you've got to fight in the spirit, but you can also fight in the natural. Yeah. You know. That's good. Yeah, there's something powerful going on in the spiritual realm that's influencing the world. Right. right. We are fighting. We are fighting for freedom, faith, family, and our future. We are not fighting against flesh and blood, like we just said. It's not people that we hate. It's the powers. It's the principalities and the spirits that are deceiving, using, enslaving, and destroying people. God, we see that. You know, we mm-hmm. see that all the time. Mm-hmm. We are fighting against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits, as she was just talking about. And Mark Driscoll, going back to him, he said, our, our culture is fractured and our politics are broken. Mm-hmm. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So in his sermon, he talks about tolerance. And wow, this one hit me because it's so true. So we have Ahab, which is you know represents men that are passive. And we have Jezebel which represents women that are manipulative, controlling, and sexually alluring. 
Mm-hmm. And we have been tolerating these demonic spirits since they have existed. I mean, that's thousands of years, guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So when are we going to stop tolerating what the enemy is doing, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you're talking about here with Ahab and Jezebel, this is all found, you know, in Second Kings and... And it's it's the story of Ahab and Jezebel. Jezebel, right. like these are real people. These are real that, people. Yeah, these things took place. Real people with those personalities, and those personalities, it was demonic spirits that were working in these two people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those—that's so why they're called Jezebel spirit, Ahab spirit. Right. And those right. same spirits are working at work today. Right. You know, in people and doing things in our society and our government. Right. right. Same right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. We need to understand who our enemy is and what he is capable of. So we never allow him to get away with what he's doing again. Right. Right. We are living in a new time, but still, we are still dealing with the same demons from the Bible. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to be bold. We need to have the attitude of no longer tolerating this. Right. Mm-hmm. As tolerance is demonic. Anywhere the Jezebel spirit is tolerated, sexual sin is celebrated. Right? Right. When we tolerate the Jezebel spirit, we are still accepting her, giving her access, and she takes full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. The Jezebel spirit hates the Elijah spirit. And the Elijah spirit, well, that's the Holy Spirit. Right. And Mark says, when you are a man and your mind thinks that you are a woman, there is incongruence with your mind and your body. So that means one of two things needs to change. Either your mind or your body. That's what you're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. So the Bible talks a lot about transforming your mind, renewing, renewing your, your mind, mind right? right? And mm-hmm. Satan comes along and says, well, actually, we just need to change your body. That's so he tells the, the opposite of right? God, right? right? Right. So there's so much confusion when it comes to our identity. This comes from those spirits, Ahab, which is men who are passive, and Jezebel, the women who are manipulative and controlling. Mark goes really deep in explaining this, so I encourage you to listen to it. And it's the first sermon, again, I think I said that earlier, of the series he's doing on new days and old demons. Mm -hmm. And I thought one of the last things that Mark said in in this sermon is really worth mentioning because, it's it again, it's so true, and we deal with it often. So I'll summarize some of what he said. He said, the things we are seeing and hearing today, this refers to the things he discussed, you know, in the sermon, it makes us uncomfortable, Right. But it doesn't make any. It doesn't make it any less true. Mm-hmm. You're very troubled because now you are starting to see. I like that he said that. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see that things just don't add up. Right. Mm-hmm. Some will want to attack the pastors, the prophets, or the patriots that are speaking of these things, and that is definitely happening. Happening, but they are not the issue. We're fighting the wrong thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's the demons and the spirits that are operating in our world today that are the issue. Again, new days old demons Mm -hmm. so god's word tells us how to live a blessed life when we ignore the bible and defy god we not only sin against god we destroy ourselves Mm -hmm. need to understand that we need to start speaking of these things there's always a remnant who hates evil and sin and you know sometimes we feel alone like elijah but we're not Mm -hmm. we have all of god in his army on our side well elijah thought he was alone right he right and he w- went and hid you know and god said no 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 no, no we're not doing i've that. got thousands of what was it seven thousand more prophets yes. that are with with me right god right yeah mm-hmm. that's good mm-hmm. so god renews and refreshes he's always there and we only need to ask it's time guys to stand up be bold and fight Fight. yes yep. yes you know some of the actions that we could take as god's people are to fight in the spirit on our knees and in prayer as well as standing and making declarations with our voice that god gives us to speak right right like mm-hmm. i said it's a spiritual battle it's important not to get angry at people, but right. let the, the righteous anger of God rise up in us and make those decrees aloud that come from the Spirit of God. And it's really important to only decree the things that God gives us, because there's a difference between what God gives us, which is called rhema, that's a rhema word from God, and then something you just make up yourself. Right. You know? Right. And so Jesus only did, again, what he saw the Father in heaven doing. So pray for direction from God, and then you can decree and declare those things. Right. You know, the injustice is being done. And, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and when, right. you, when you're fighting, right, God doesn't need us to fight his battle, right? Right. He just wants us to, he wants to, us to speak. <clears throat> he wants us to, to pray. He wants us to be available. 
Right. Mm-hmm. He can he can do all. He has the whole battle plan figured out. You know, we've already won. <laughs> right. So we just need to listen for God's voice and understand that if we listen to him, we're going to win this battle. Right. Because he, he wants us to partner with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's good. Let's talk about some current events. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Laura, you've mentioned before that um, masks were worn during the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you want to talk a little bit about that? Which we all know we were wearing masks, right? <laughs> right. It was the year of pay, right? Well, yeah. You know, it, ironically, during 2020, on the Hebrew calendar, it was pictured as an open mouth speaking right? That was the year of, it's kind of like, you know how you have the Chinese calendar, they say it's the year of the dragon or the horse or whatever. Okay. Well, on the Hebrew calendar, there are pictures as well for what is pictured as what you should be doing that year. And it was an open mouth that was speaking. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, ironically, in 2020, what happened? We were masked. Muzzled. We were demanded to have to, by law, we were having to wear masks to cover our mouths, right? Yeah, that was an insult to God. Right. Right. Once again, yeah. the enemy did this as an act to defy God. Right. Yes. Yep. And well, we all know in the media realm, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Things that are going on. Arts and entertainment arts on that yeah. mountain. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just shows that are being broadcast broadcasted, uh, like the Grammys, and they're being put out in front of all of us, and they're. They are being bold, so in turn, we need to be bold with yeah. our prayers. and Yeah, that performance on the Grammys by Sam Smith, that was demonic, mm-hmm. and the, the title of the song, Unholy. Right. You know? So. It's just out there. Yeah. And, and they're, they're out there. And I agree with Susan. If they're going to be bold and blatant with stuff, let's be bold right. about God's truth right. and not be quiet. Don't right. be muzzled. Right. Speak. But they are. Right. right? If the enemy can speak. We're going to be louder than they are. That's the mentality well, we need to have. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also come to the point now too, where it's like, oh, you know, I don't even. I'm not even watching that. I no, that. I don't it's, either. I only it's, saw little bits I, and pieces. It's right. just getting worse and worse. I've yeah. stopped watching TV pretty, pretty much, much altogether. You know, I just again, the Lord told me when when 2020 hit and all the stuff was happening, and I'd watch the news and I just got angry. Oh, I couldn't watch. It. I'd watch the news and I got so angry. And the Lord told me, He said, "Don't watch the news. It's lies. I want you to keep your eyes on me. You can glance at the news, but you need to keep your eyes on me." Right. And that's what has just filled me with peace. Yeah. Because I know when I keep my eyes on the Lord and I keep my eyes on the Word of God, I know what's true. I know what's right. I know who's victorious. I know who's all powerful. Mm-hmm. And so that just builds my faith up. Yeah. So when I see the news and it's so discouraging and so bad, and you think, Lord, what are you doing about this? And yeah. he goes, Remember, look to me. I've got this. But I want you to work together, like we've been saying, work together in tandem with the Lord, in partnership, and I want you to pray in spirit against these things that are taking place. It's like, oh, okay, now I got my strategy. Right. Right. Now I know what I can do as a person, a human being. I'm not involved in politics and all that, except voting. Right. You know, so I can do my part in the spirit, and the Lord will take care of that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And we have several statues going up. In, in a variety of that. places. Yeah, we that, saw there was another gold statue that was put up in New York City on the Justice Department. On the courthouse. Right next to Moses. Statue, right. Right, and yeah. it was a statue of like Asherah. Asherah. You know. That's one of the old demons. New days. We're still right. dealing with the same demons. Unfortunately, the Israelites didn't take care of all of the philistines yes. and the ites that were the in ites, back the when yeah all the giants that were in the land yes. that are trying to resurface and they're still here yeah they're still here unfortunately to this day yes mm-hmm. wow and so now we have you just spoke of bold mark. preachers mark yes. driscoll need him tony evans samuel rodriguez who's in la and um, many others right these preachers are speaking boldly about what the enemy is doing yes. right I love it. And we need yeah. to join them. Yes. Right. We need to join them. Yes. That's yeah. what we're doing today. Right. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> right. And Believe if- me, it's been hard to do this subject. It is. Yeah. Because, you know, the first thought is, uh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to step on some toes and hurt some feelings. Yeah. But the more I knew at the beginning of this year when praying about what the Lord wants us to speak about, the Lord says, you're going to start 
You're going to start speaking up. You're going to have to be bold. You're going to have to say the things that I'm asking you to say because they need to be heard. People need to hear because they don't know. Mm -hmm. They don't know. And so that means they don't understand. And honestly, this whole broadcast is not bashing the things that, you know. It's not even bashing the people that are involved. It's not bashing the the people and that we're just lifting up God's truth. Right. And we're saying we have to stand and be bold and speak up for God's truth. We're standing against the enemy of God. Mm -hmm. And he's using people to operate through them. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it goes back to compassion for those people. I I know that they're deceived. Right. They're deceived by the enemy. You know, when you see people on the news and you see them, you know, doing things that just are what you would call woke, you know, and promoting that kind of thing. When we look at them, we need to see them with eyes of compassion. Right. We need to see them with discernment and wisdom and to know that, man, that is a demonic spirit work in in them. Pray for them. And you know what? You start praying for those people and you start saying, Lord, I just pray that you would just bring someone into their life because you may not have contact with them in personal. But, you know, just pray that the Lord brings someone into life. Can you see them being as bold as they are for the enemy, being bold for God, becoming evangelists for Jesus? Visualize it. Right. Right. See it and start praying it for them. Right. And speaking it out loud. Just start decreeing it over their lives. You know, I pray for a few. There's only been a few movie stars, you know, yeah. that'll come to my mind. And I start praying for them. Me too. And I'm like, Lord, you could make them a great evangelist for right. your kingdom. Right. Let's do that. Let's right. just start asking the Lord, who do you want me to pray for today? Mm-hmm. And if he pops somebody in your mind, start praying for them. Yeah. More for the kingdom. Right. More That's for right. God's kingdom. <laughs> right. Because as you were saying, hurt people hurt people. Exactly. Right. So we need to have compassion and, mm-hmm. and love, love on them. Love they have for their people. own strongholds and, and principalities that they're dealing with. Right? We all right. did. We all. And we've broken free from a lot of those yes. strongholds in our lives. Right. And now our job is to help free other people. Yes. Right. It's all, it's all about love and compassion. Right. So I hope y'all are hearing that in, yes. our, in our podcast right. today. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's our nation's children's welfare oh, and well-being and future. Right. Right. I mean, these are tough topics. Subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's but, so much evil going on with their kids. And they just, you know, they're innocent. Yeah. And, and the things that are that are taking place in our schools and children and what they're doing in front of them and teaching them. And it's all just, you know, I, I remember as a kid watching TV shows and then I'd go outside and I'd pretend it. I would play act it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So children are very, very... They're mirrors, you know, right. of what they see, and they're going to go they're gonna and they're going to play act it because they're really good at that. They're little sponges, you know, and the enemy knows that. Yeah. So he starts at a very young age to instill those either sexual innuendos or, you know. It's the grooming. It is, and about. it's all demonic. It's not of the Lord. Right. That's not in God's word. It's no. the opposite of God's word. No. So we need to be. And it causes confusion for them. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Right, and having fear about going to the bathroom, like which bathroom right. is which. Right, yeah. I still have a fear of going, I go into a Target dressing room and I'm like, dude, there is a guy right next to me and yeah. I don't, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm sorry, it just makes me uncomfortable right. because I need to be, We're I feel not. I need my privacy. <laughs> right. We're not living in a time where we can trust that that person's not going to cause harm. Right. You know, it's too scary. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I want to touch on, this is an ugly one, talking about children. It's the the trafficking. Right. Sex trafficking, the human trafficking. Gosh, children, yeah. You know, that one is a that's one harmful that's so and horrible. Many people stay away from that subject. But, you know, if you've heard about it and you've and you've seen and you've heard some of the stories, then you know that it's it's bad. Okay, so why do you think people as far as Christians go, why do they stay away from that subject? Because when you start thinking about how bad it is, it makes you uncomfortable. Okay, it makes you uncomfortable, but I, when I think about it, it makes me feel helpless. What am I supposed to do about right. it? How am I supposed right. to stop sex it's trafficking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you could volunteer and you could go help for, for like women and, and shelters right. and things like that. But again, not everybody does that, right? And so, again, that puts a fire under me to pray. Again, but it's a call to prayer. What spirit does that come from? Let's talk about where it comes from. Huh? Old demons. Oh, yeah. Baal. 
Right, right. Male, sacrificing children and what they're doing with them. Exactly. Having right. sex with them and, and burning them in the fire. Yeah, guys, that stuff happens. Well, abortion. Abortion. All yes. of that. Kill it goes back to exactly. Baal worship. Murder. Right? It's sacrifice. a sacrifice of your children right. so that you can live prosperous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that whole mindset that has been integrated into our thinking. And so it's a very worldly thinking. Right. And so it's unbiblical. It's not God's in God's word. It's not in God's plan. It's right. not in God's love. Well, I think about <laughs> you have animals that are on the endangered species list, right? And and I saw this somewhere. I'm sure. And you're fighting, there. have fights to protect all those animals. Right. And these, you're not allowed to kill these animals, but yet you can go to an abortion clinic and kill a baby. Well, it's what right. you prioritize. Is it human right. life or is it animals and but the earth, so we're which is more important? We're protecting these animals, but we're not protecting our babies. Right. The, the babies. Our children are yes. precious. These are people. These are humans. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we could just go down a trail on this one. Right. But yeah. I just wanted to touch on it because you're right. You know, we, people don't talk about it. It's it's And it's hushed, you know, that you don't. The news doesn't talk about mm-hmm. it because they're controlled, but by the enemy, and 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 so again, it's those things that we have to. We can't do this without God. Mm-hmm. We have to have His help. And again, I just feel like our greatest weapon in all of this to fight this right. is prayer and interceding. Yeah, for other people, for right. organizations, doing the decreeing and the declaring using your voice as a weapon and taking down that spirit that principality that right. stronghold right 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 because that's where the real fight is go it's the in root. the spiritual not the natural right well it is the natural but i mean you know it's it's the spirits working through the people right. in a natural right. way yeah right yeah yeah uh, you know in the past in history whenever there was revival that broke out the enemy had a counterattack of something false mhm and for instance, yeah, you, in the yeah, you know, if you go back to the 1800s, there was great revival. It was called the Second Great Awakening that erupted, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. look at that. If you go back in history and you look at the time frame, also at that same time was Joseph Smith. He proclaimed that he had a revelation from God, and which started Mormonism. Yeah. At the same time, the teachings regarding eschatology, which is the study of end times and the theory of you know the rapture and the church was introduced to the churches. That was not a mindset an understanding before the 1800s. Right. It came in at that time, and the church adapted that mindset. Right. Right. The word rapture is never in the Bible. No, no. There's a taking up, you know, and things like that. Right. But again, revelation is all about the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And Daniel is the book that you want to look at to understand the end times, right. you know, to understand the kingdoms and what's going to happen. And yeah. It's God's kingdom that's going to fill the earth, right. right? So anyway, all those there was lots of different things that took place in the 1800s. Right. But it always you'll you'll see that wherever revival erupts and comes up, then the enemy will pop up other false teachings or other false ideas at the same time. Right. Other prophets to counteract it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, but you know, Christianity is the majority group. There's more of us. Yes, we love our freedom, our constitution, our God, our church, and we can't roll over and just take it. We need right. to be bold and fight. Speak right? up. And the church talks about good feeling things and don't necessarily speak the truth all the time because they don't want to offend anyone. Right. But in Second Timothy, two Timothy four two through four, it says. Preach the word of God, be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. Yeah, that's good. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. And they'll reject the truth and chase after myths. Mm-hmm. You know, It gives confidence to people when we or I speak up, then they'll be encouraged to wake up and speak the truth as well. Right. You know, like, think about the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. Jesus spoke with her, and she went back. And, and told a person. And told a whole village. Yeah. Right. But right? it spread really quickly. Right? Yeah. And people don't know what they don't know. So right. if we get quiet and hide, it's bondage. going to lead to bondage. We're going to stay time. in bondage. Yeah. And when you feel you're not alone, it's easier to be bold. Right. And so Christians are the passionate majority. The world is being bold. So Christians need to speak the truth over the lies. Right. We need to be bold. Right. Yes. 
you know, and you can take a stand wherever you have influence. You know, everybody's got an area of influence, right? Yeah. And so if you're a mother or a father or children or of children, take a stand at the school board meetings. You know, your taxes, your taxes are paying the salaries of those board members as well as the teachers. So believe me, you do have a voice. Right. Money speaks. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're in a ministry position at your church, Pray and be led by the Holy Spirit of God, you know, and His agenda, not the government agenda that wants to muffle the voice of God or even close you down, right? Many in our military, they stood against the forced COVID-19 vaccinations, and so did many in their jobs and may have even lost their positions due to that stance. But now, many of them are suing the legislators for violation of their human rights. You know, everybody has a right to their own body, Also, big pharma corporations are being sued as well, you know, for damage done to so many people knowing these vaccinations were not what they said that they were. This is going to get bigger and bigger. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And there are many other ways that you can take a stand, you know, and use our voices to declare the truth among all the lies. Yeah, well, how do we do this, right? We cannot do it in our own power. Mm -hmm. We cannot overcome the enemy without God. We need him. We can learn about our enemy why he's so determined to destroy what God created and why he hates God so much. And once we begin to understand this, the picture becomes much clearer. To get a good understanding of the enemy, start by reading the Old Testament. Take down notes. Do some studies on it. We can also, like I said, we can study God's word. Much will be revealed to us if we do this. We can listen to God's prophets. He speaks to them and tells of things to come. Mm -hmm. We can pursue an intimate relationship with God. He will reveal many mysteries and answer many of your questions. He will guide and direct our footsteps. And we can partner with God and his army of angels. And together, we will win this war. That's right, because you know there's more of us, believers and followers of Jesus Christ, than there are of them. Yes. Honestly, you know, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know... One out of three people? Yeah. Yeah, one out of three people are Christians. Yeah. In the United States? I know that in the United States. Right. But I'm not sure about the world. But I know in other foreign countries, I mean, there's a lot of there underground are. churches. A and lot. underground. You don't even know it. You know? Right. I think Iraq right now is one of the places for the, the largest church. Yeah. Underground church. Wow. Which wow. is amazing, That's right? Amazing. And you yes. know what's interesting is it's you've got this great swell of underground believers in the church where there's great persecution. Yeah. And they're defying all the things that are against them, that the government's coming against them, and they're they're saying they're putting their hope in Jesus Christ. They're trusting in him. Right. For his protection. So believe me. There are more of us than there are of them. And when we join together in the spirit of unity, there's going to be nothing that, you know, the enemy can do to stop us. You know, Matthew 16, 18 says, and I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell or Hades will not overcome it. So Jesus promises us that the forces of hell will not overcome the church, not overcome God's people. That's right. You know, it's time. It is time for us to stop being passive and allowing the enemy to stomp on us. That's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. It's time for us to speak up. We have authority to speak to the demons here on earth. We can cast them out so they no longer have power over us. It's time for us to be bold, bold in our thoughts, bold in the words we speak, bold in our actions. God never asked us to sit on the sidelines. If we want to live the way God meant for us to live, which is freedom and peace and joy, then we have to be bold, right? Mm-hmm. And it's time yes. for us to fight. I'm not talking about beating someone up with your fist, right? Nope. Right. I'm talking about spiritual warfare, getting on our hands and knees and praying. I'm talking about speaking up, being bold and fighting the enemy of our soul with the tools that God has provided for us so we can do it. And God will lead us every step of the way. All he needs is a willing heart. Yep. Right? Right. Yes. All right. Well, I hope y'all heard our our hearts in this, right? It's it's just something that the Lord's been speaking to us about, and we just felt it was important to, to do an episode on it. So that's all the time we have today. We want to encourage you, again, all who are listening, to speak up, be bold, and fight, fight. right? Mm-hmm. Fight for God's truth. Yes. Us. And we just want to close with this scripture from Acts 4.31. As they prayed, the earth shook beneath them, causing the building that they were in to tremble. Each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit, and they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness, because yeah. they were imprisoned for yep. speaking about God's truth. That's right. Mm-hmm. And whew, 
Mm-hmm. God, is, God is good. God busted him out. He sure did. <laughs> yes. All right. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Caitlin, we thank you for all that you do. And if you would like to listen to Mark Driscoll's sermon on, on new days and old demons, we will put the link in the notes section of this episode. Mm-hmm. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. So also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And we just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we'd love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. Yes, and please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffin.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Yes, and until next time, Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.